Welcome back. It's Titans Time, Episode 3. I'm here with my brother and co-host, Tyler Staggs. We're excited to get into it. Let's go. All right, Tyler, let's get into it. We've got an exciting podcast planned for today. To start it off, we've got our true-false segment, uh, and then we're going to get right into the possibility of Tom Brady joining the Titans. And to end the show, we're going to talk about Cameron Batson uh, signing his extension. So true-false, let's get into it. What do you got? All right, so let's get it started. True or false, finishing the season with 1,540 yards this year, Derrick Henry has the fourth highest number of yards in a single season for the Titans. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Okay, so we got Eddie George, Chris Johnson, and I don't know who else could possibly uh, – I know I'm probably forgetting somebody. Uh, I'm going to say false. I'm going to say he's probably third. The answer is true. For the Titans, Derrick Henry's season last year ranks behind Chris Johnson's 2006-yard season in 2009. Then second is Earl Campbell for the former Houston Oilers. Uh, Earl Campbell. I didn't think about the, for the Oilers. He had 1,934 yards in 1980. And then Earl Campbell is also number three Eddie on the George list. Eddie George is not on there? He's not in the top four. Gosh. Earl Campbell's coming in at three with 1,697 yards in 1979. And so Derrick Henry is ranked fourth. Derrick Henry is ranked fourth. He had 55 less carries than CJ2K. In Earl Campbell's 1980 season, he had 70 less carries than him. And in Earl Campbell's 79 season, he had 65 less carries. But Henry's got too much of a workload. We, We can't give him a long contract. He's going to break down. He was behind DeMarco Murray his first year. He obviously – he had the most carries in the league this year, but obviously he you know, he didn't have as many carries as previous running backs, Chris Johnson included. Yeah, we, we need to shut down that talk about him carrying too much of a workload. Pay him. He has so much Pay left. Pay that man. He has so much left. All right, I got a true or false for you. Of the defensive backs, Kevin Byard allowed the lowest completion percentage and passer rating when targeted. Well, nice try there, but apparently we've done some of the same research. That will be false because Amani Hooker only allowed a completion percentage of 46.2% when teams targeted him in coverage this year. And a 66.2 passer rating. He was targeted 13 times and only allowed six I don't have that, but Kevin Byard allowed a 57.4% completion percentage in comparison to Amani Hooker's 462 and a 69.1 passer rating in comparison to Amani Hooker's 66.2. Amani Hooker's was the lowest of the defensive backs in both categories. Sorry to uh, steal your thunder there. My next true-false for you. The Titans finished the regular season with a total of five defensive touchdowns. Um, I'm going to – they had a lot. I'm going to say that's true. It's eh, Wrong again. The Titans finished the season (laughs) with three total defensive touchdowns. One by Malcolm Butler, a 38-yard interception return. One by Rashawn Evans, 53-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. 
and one by Jayon Brown, 47-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Okay. I guess I was thinking about special teams when they when they blocked the field goal against Kansas City. All right, A.J. Brown had the most yards before catch per completion in 2019, meaning the most yards downfield before he made the catch. I'm going to go with True on this one. Nope. It's uh, going to be Khalif Raymond. He had 17.3 yards before catch per completion. A.J. Brown only had 11.3, and that's uh, that's a whole six yards less. Uh, A.J. Brown, he's got the ability to create yards after the catch. He's got 8.9 yards after catch per completion, which is the most among all the wideouts. True or false, Corey Davis had a higher catch percentage and higher drop percentage than A.J. Brown. Say it again. Corey Davis had a higher catch percentage and higher drop percentage than A.J. Brown. Is that possible? I'm I guess say you're going to find out. I guess I'm going to say it's true because... It is true. Corey Davis caught 43 of his 69 targets for 62.3%, while A.J. Brown caught 52 of his 84, which comes out to 61.9%. Corey Davis also dropped. I'm assuming this just means that more of A.J. Brown's passes were uncatchable, so he didn't get it. Exactly, because Corey Davis dropped four passes, which comes out to 5.8%, while A.J. Brown only dropped two and comes out at 2.4%. Okay. Ryan Tannehill had the most yards per scramble attempt between himself and Marcus Mariota in 2019. True or false? I'm going to go with true on this one. It is true, actually. Uh, Tannehill had 11 yards per scramble, and Mariota actually only had 6.7 yards per scramble. But at the same time, that is more than a first down per scramble from Ryan Tannehill. That's pretty crazy there. That is crazy. The Titans, as a team, had a missed tackle percentage of less than 10%. Um, No, I'm going to say that this is false just because I was pulling up the tackle missed tackle percentage. Um, David Long had like 16.5%. Their best tackler... Rashawn Evans had about a what what I think is their best tackler. I haven't looked at all the missed tackle percentage stats from their team. Look at some of them. I who I think is the best tackler, Rashawn Evans, is had like a nine or a ten percent. Uh, Luke Keekley was the highest of the linebackers last year, and he still had like a six point something percent. So I don't the Titans as a whole team, I don't think they're gonna be under ten. The answer is true. The Titans as as a team had a missed tackle percentage of nine point two percent. Out of one thousand one hundred and ninety nine tackles, they had a hundred and ten missed. Of the missed tackle percentage, Cameron Wake had the highest percent with forty two point nine percent. That's terrible while Kevin Byard had the lowest at 2.3%. Wow. Why you look like me? Why to make me look like a fucking idiot? The Patriots had more than double the amount of net pass yards than the Titans in the wild card game. True or false? I'm going to go with true because the Titans just ran the ball down their fucking throat. The Titans had 71 net pass yards and the Patriots had 209. So that is that's true. 
All right, since you took one of the ones that I had there, I am completely out of true-false right now. The Titans had better preseason Super Bowl odds in 2018 than 2019. I'm going to go with false on this one. Uh, It's actually true. Their 2018 preseason odds were plus 2,500, and in 2019, their preseason odds were plus 8,000. Oh, wow. But there were higher hopes for Marcus Mariota coming into the 2018 season after they made the playoffs in 2017. That's a a good point there. I got one more true-false for you. Tom Brady will be a Titan for the 2020 season, true or false? I'm so hoping it's going to be false. Yeah, I hope it's going to be false, but... As of right now, it's looking like everyone's saying that it's going to be true. Adam Schefter says it's going to be true. I'm just I'm not big on Tom Brady coming to the Titans. I I don't want to bring him in because he's 43 years old. He was ranked like worse than 15th in so the bottom half of the league in pass completion percentage on play action passes. What do the Titans live off of besides Derrick Henry? Play action play action, action passes. Look at the Khalif Raymond touchdown against the Ravens. Play action pass. 45-yard touchdown. They used the play action bootlegs more than probably any other team in the NFL. I don't know the stat on it, but I would put probably thousands of dollars on that the Titans are, if not the highest, they're in the top five. Well, when you have a workhorse like Derrick Henry in the backfield, the defensive backs have to respect the fact that he might be getting the ball. Derrick Henry's not the best running back in the NFL. Says who? He's old. He's basically Adrian Peterson. No one wants to tackle. In Adrian Peterson's current state. No one wants to tackle Derrick Henry. Even though Earl Thomas says he does, go back and watch that game. He didn't want to tackle Derrick Henry. By the way, did you hear what Derrick Henry had to say on Bussin' with the Boys about the, the Earl Thomas, the whole play? I did hear about it, but it has escaped my mind right now. Remind me about that. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but... I, I know he was gunning for him. He basically said that had he not went for that second stiff arm... That he would have Thomas, pushed him all the way into the end zone. Yeah, that he would have just kept going with him, but he the, was the, so focused if you on go back throwing and watch him it, out of the field, basically. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. He He said he wanted to throw him down, and that second stiff arm, if you go back and watch it, it actually pushes Derrick Henry out of bounds because he pushed him so hard. That man just loves the contact. He also had some comments on the Tom Brady-Ryan Tannehill situation. Yeah, he said that he wants Tannehill back. I guess you could say that. He's acknowledged that Tom Brady is the GOAT, like everyone probably already knows. Yes, and me saying that I don't want Brady to come to the Titans, believe me. If he was 34 Yes, I would take him in a heartbeat. I would take him, and if we didn't just come off of the season that we came from with Ryan Tannehill, the thing about it is, is yes, Ryan Tannehill's stats, if you project it over a whole season, yes, it's still only like 30, low 30-something touchdowns, but in Tennessee, you don't need someone to come throw 40, 50 touchdowns. You, you need just need somebody, someone that can hand the ball to Derek Henry. Not even then, that. You just need somebody that can take care of the ball can put the ball in good places for the receivers, can, can you know, is accurate with the passes, just makes good decisions, 
And that guy last year, it was Ryan Tannehill. And Tom Brady is too old to come to Tennessee, learn the new system, somehow run a play-action bootleg, and he can't have 11 yards per scramble. I'm glad you brought that up about learning the new system. For me, that is the biggest problem with trying to bring Tom Brady in is he either has to try and adjust to the system the Titans had in place this past year that worked so well for them, or the Titans have to completely restructure their system around Tom Brady. If they do that, I'll I'll be done with the Titans. Well, if they do that. But there's no – I don't see any way that – the coaching staff would make that decision. If they do that, then you're talking about two years of this new system, and then you have to start over from scratch again. Which is basically what they did over and over and over again for Marcus Mariota. Exactly. When the whole system should be tailor-made around Derrick Henry. No arguments here. Who we should apparently franchise tag or let go. Pay that man. My Look at the work is, he's putting I, in this offseason already. Piss off Derrick Henry if I'm John Robinson and he may you know, stiff on him, him like he did Earl let Thomas. Him think that he's going to be going into free agency and well, it comes time for the tags, the designations, and Derrick Henry looks at his TV and he's been franchise tagged or yeah. transition tagged. Definitely do not transition to well, him. Well, he I mean, he could still take other offers from teams at that point. But and then apparently there's gonna be a new rule in place where they can't use them both. Possibly. I seen something about that today. There is possible changes where they may not be able to use both of them. And Which that could really was, affect the Titans this year. This was a a different year anyways, where it was a weird situation where there was the possibility to use both of them. Am I right on that? I'm pretty sure it's not every year that you can use both of them. I think that somehow this year it just it happened to line up. Cameron Batson. Um, once again, let's talk about him. He signed a one year one year extension. I believe it was a one year extension. Um, he, I'm excited for it because we it just adds could, more depth to their wide receivers. We could use more receivers. Um, we don't exactly know what's going to happen with Corey Davis after next season. Obviously, Cameron Batson isn't signed for more than one season, but who knows? Maybe he comes in and produces some, and he's good enough that we feel confident enough to move away from Corey Davis, who I think had unrealistic expectations on him anyways, being what, the sixth pick, I believe? The sixth pick in the NFL draft? I just feel like he had some unfair expectations, and he's an amazing run-blocking wide receiver and probably can be credited with some of Derrick Henry's success. But at the same time, if you don't see more production from him next season with a full season with Ryan Tannehill, then I think that you kind of have to let go of Corey Davis and try to build that receiving core around A.J. Brown, which is already what's going to happen. But Corey Davis could be a great number two if he can ever just get there. Like well, if people you go thought back, that he was going to be in preseason of last year. Well, if you go back to Derek Henry being on Bussin' with the Boys, they actually talk about Corey Davis. 
He played most of the most with of the year with turf, turf toe. toe. Yeah, and I'm not saying that there that that is no excuse because it can attribute to most players you know, are out several games with that. Yeah, um, I'm not sure when exactly this happened during the season. I'm pretty sure it was early in the season. It was early in the season when he had Marcus Mariota throwing to him, which also doesn't help. But then Ryan Tannehill comes in and towards the end of the season, where's Corey Davis at? He His toe should be better by then. Not if you're constantly playing on it. That, that's a good point. Uh, you did, you kind of changed my mind there a little bit. But still, at the same time, he's I mean, he's got to – I mean, he had a catch in the playoffs for a touchdown. He did have – he did. And it came from Derrick Henry. I say we give him two contracts. Give him one to play quarterback and one to play running back. All right, guys, this has been Titans Time, the third episode. Check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. And once again, thank you. This is Titans Time.